Hey guys, it's Ben from Jews and Reviews. And as always, I'm Paul, and we're a part of the Atlantic Transmission Network. A great way to support our show and our sister shows is to visit theatlantictransmission.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the homepage. It's all the same stuff at all the same prices, but we get a small piece just for sending you there. Shalom. Bye. Welcome back to Choose and Reviews. I am Ben. As always, I'm Paul. Paul, we are uh, getting down to the wire, the end of summer blocks. I know. And I think we're going to talk about one of the more anticipated summer block Probably movies of the, the summer movies. season. Yeah. Um, well, we'll get to that a little later. Um, how the, how's the rest of your summer going? You look very tan. Oh, Have you been yeah. going to the beach? No, I, I'm so white that if I walk outside for like three minutes... Yeah, sunburned all over. Yeah, man. and it's 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 been pretty. Hum- I SPF it up. It's been humid this summer, really humid. Really, I feel like it hasn't been. <laughs> oh, I don't. I mean, I get hot easily. I'm a bigger guy. It's okay, tough. yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. You go for walks, right? Yeah, I'm a big big walker. Yeah, I'm training. Get your, training for a big walk. So. Yeah, a big walkathon in November. Yeah. Yeah. How's your steps? How many steps per minute are you getting in? Uh, steps per minute. It's like beats per minute, right? Like yeah. sixty, maybe. Okay. Is that possible? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like the Flash. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say you're DC like... DC Universe, though. Uh, might as well yeah, I was, was going to say you're like uh, Zach Efron and We Are Friends. Is, is DJ, a, 60 beats per minute. Oh, he wasn't wearing a pedometer? No, okay. no, he wasn't. He should be. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't need the exercise. Right, right, yeah. Jacked. So are you... We, we know that you're a big comic book movie guy. You, you like comic book movies. I do. And we're going to talk... Great about, observation. And we're going to talk... We usually focus on... The Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we've touched on the DC Cinematic Universe, and we're going to talk about it more uh, today when we're going to review Suicide Squad. But before that, let's do what we do best. What's that? What do we do best? Jews and previews. Okay, so what's hot right now, Paul? Remakes, reboots, reimagining. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, Pratt. Pratt, Pratt. That's what's hot right now. So we're talking about The Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a remake. It's a reboot yeah. of an older movie. But this stars Mr. Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. Chris Pratt, Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, I didn't know he was in it. Ethan Hawke. Oh, I didn't know he was in it. Those are four of the seven. Uh-huh. Can't name the rest of them. Well, I think they probably spent the budget on like the, you know Denzel and Pratt, so it's probably just villains. Yeah, you know. I mean, this movie's uh, well, the villains Peter Skarsgård. I like him. Uh, I mean, this movie's uh, directed by Anton Fuqua. Oh, cool! All right, brought us great movies like Training Day, mm-hmm. and I I definitely do some other, other ones. ones. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a Western. Looks cool. Are you a big Western guy? I hate Westerns. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this one looks okay. I mean, like... What's, I was your, always, what's your beef with Westerns? You ever see Wild Wild West? Yes. That's where it all stems from? Yeah, it all stems from that. So, but so any I've other... i The Ridiculous Six. With Adam Sandler? Yeah. 
Uh, how about 310 to Yuma? Yeah, I didn't like that either. How about Back to the Future 3? Oh, you know, it's my least favorite of the Back to the Futures, though. Okay. But I do like that one. But I would put Port, put Port Door as more of a sci-fi movie. <laughs> less of a Western. Oh, I, I feel like I, we could find the Western that you might have liked. Kent, do you know any Westerns? Uh, I do. And as we all know, the best Westerns, not the hotel chain, but all of the best Western movies were obviously all made after 1985. So I'm glad you guys named all those. Yeah. Did you know at one point in Hollywood, this is true, 25% of all movies that came out were Westerns? Uh, That's now, how big now they were. Now we're done with boring old Kent. Back to the... You know, what, you know what it is, my thing against Westerns? I just think, like, I like seeing movies to bring me back to, like, a cool time, whether it's, right. like the future or maybe something really in the past like medieval times and i always felt like western civilization may have been like the worst place to live sure. ever. so if you're looking for a period piece you're looking for more of an eastern like you know yeah. new york 40s mob yeah movie or, or like something. You know, or like that movie brooklyn you know brooklyn brooklyn yeah you know but it was like old brooklyn i wonder why they didn't just keep yelling that out the whole time <laughs> brooklyn hey did you just move to brooklyn yeah. <laughs> like that uh, so, yeah. so you're going to see this Western, though? Yeah, I'm a big Chris Pratt guy, so yeah, I'll probably check it out. Hey. You didn't like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? You ever see that movie with Clint Eastwood? When I was five. And what'd you think of it? It's okay. It's one of the uh, better Westerns, but Clint it's still Eastwood. a Western. Right. Yeah. So you didn't, did you see the original, you know, well, Magnificent I think, Seven? I think the real reason I have against Westerns is I love Italian food, and they always would say it's spaghetti Westerns. Do you understand that, what that means? No. <laughs> so, all right, go on to why you don't like so it. I was kind of expecting to get spaghetti served to me at the movie theater. Great. So this is this is what you've got against Westerns, that you can't get a spaghetti meatballs. Yeah. Oh, well, let me tell you. Albert, do you like Westerns? Because that's probably from You know how many time. I was in? You were, wait, you were in the Huge movies? Huge Western star, yeah. Enrico Morricone and me, we were like... Uh, Eskimo brothers, what do you call them? <laughs> you fucked the same girl? Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Nope. I was in a bunch of them. They were great. What oh. were they? Like called? What's one? Yeah. Good to Bed and the Ugly, Magnificent Seven. Oh, you were in the original Magnificent Seven. I'm always like a side character, yeah. What, were you like in the, the bartender? I, well, you know what? I played a character named Wilhelm in one of them. And I fell, I got shot and I fell off a horse and I screamed and everyone uses that scream and everything. It's in Star Wars, a Wilhelm scream. That's where it came from. Oh, can you give us, can you give us your best Wilhelm scream? Ah! Wow. Oh, that was pretty that's good. good. That it's been good. a while yeah. since I did it. I haven't done my vocal warm-ups. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> Love Stained. Yeah. Great. Yeah, Great Aaron band. Lewis. Aaron Lewis. You ever see him do live acoustic solo show? Yes, Terrific. Yep. Pricey ticket. Wait, you have? Sure. Why? I'm a big fan of the arts. Ball uh, or Ben, whichever one? one I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do the famous solo acoustic but duet that Aaron Lewis did with Fred Durst when they did Outside. You will say the role is Fred Durst as you have a backwards cap on. Either that or your head's on the other way. And I will say the role of Aaron Lewis. Ready? Three, two, one. Cause I'm, I'm on the, the outside, outside and, and I'm looking in. I can see through you. Okay. See your right, true color. Oh, <laughs> all right. Is that good? Yeah, well, yeah. I think we could all agree. We all love stained. We yep. all love stained. We all love Clint Eastwood, you know, just calling everyone the pussy generation now and talking yeah, to a the chair. chair. Yeah, the chair. Oh, he's great. I love him. And his son. Oh. His son was actually in the movie we're talking about today. Yeah, so uh, so let's wrap up Jews and Previews, and we'll talk about the movie we're reviewing. 
co-starring Mr. Scott Eastwood. <laughs> co-starring is generous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad. Big Willie style for you, huh? Uh, so Suicide Squad, another part of the DC universe, trying to really expand it here. And this is really picking up after Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Am I right, Paul? Yes. Go on. <laughs> well, that was all I had. No, so I was pretty excited for this movie. This is probably the most hype movie of the summer. Really big marketing campaign around it. Um, even when I went to go see the movie, like people online for tickets were like talking to me. They're like, I can't wait. I hope it's good. They're crossing their fingers. Please don't suck. We really want this to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie is actually, you're right. It picks up after. And the basic plot is, you know, look, what if Superman was a bad guy? What if he didn't share our values? How would we stop him? Yeah. They're trying to say the next quote unquote, the next Meta-human. super metahuman yeah. Superman um, because as we know, spoiler alert, Superman is dead. Mm-hmm. Batman wins. Uh, as he should. As he should. Batman and that's physically the most likely yeah. outcome. So Viola Davis is nervous that the, the next big metahuman yeah, so she might played, be a bad guy. She plays Amanda Waller, like a CIA. Yeah, black ops. Whatever. Uh, uh, oper- <laughs> operative or something, right? We might put some spoilies in here. Yeah. Some weird things happen at this movie. Right. A lot of twists and turns. Uh, so basically, you know, think about the difference between DC and Marvel Universe is, you know, Marvel had like six or seven movies to lead up to the Avengers where they put a squad together. Mm-hmm. This movie did it in about 20 minutes. They put about eight characters together. Yeah. yeah. So, so With very little backstory. Right. But very try- they tried really hard. They, but they the only backstory. really gave detailed backstory to, on uh, two people will smith and will margot, smith robbie. And margot so robbie harley quinn and uh and Deadshot. yeah and the rest of them just kind of got like oh and by the way this guy did this. oh by the way he was here and they show like a, a, literally a five second clip right and like somebody. um uh like right. killer croc yeah and also um boomerang uh, captain boomerang captain what was the other guy's name um that adam beach played Slipknot. Slipknot? Yeah. No, he didn't have a backstory. Yeah, he didn't even have a backstory. They actually spent 25 minutes putting the whole squad together, and then like a car pulls up, and they're like, Slipknot, you're late. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll just leave it at that, I guess. Yeah, I guess but so. But they put all this, this squad together, and actually, that was probably the favorite part of the movie for me, was kind of like, you know, like a team up, let's put this team together. Because you always like when they put together a team. I love when they put together a team. What's what's one of your fa- most favorite lines in a in a movie? Uh, Samuel Jackson in the end of Iron Man, like putting together a team. Uh, also, Ben Affleck at the end of uh, Batman vs Superman, I'm putting together a team. It's word for word, words the same. words to live by. Yeah, uh, and this this is like the really big you know plot point in this DC universe is these metahumans. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what. The Justice League is going to be a bunch of metahumans, mm-hmm. not mutants, yeah. metahumans. Same idea, um, though. Same idea. And the Suicide Squad's a mix of talented feveries. I think that's the problem with the movie, is there's a large scale difference between the strength of some guys and others. Like, if, for example, if they were like, how are we going to stop Superman? Captain Boomerang, not a very good fighter. All he does is have knife boomerangs on him. Right. So, like, I don't know what they expect out of him. And Harley Quinn, as awesome as she was, kind of hits people with a baseball bat. Right. Then on the flip side, you have, like, guys who, like, can basically start massive fires 
and you have like supernatural enchantresses, you know, and mm-hmm. you just kind of feel like their powers are really Wood. unbalanced. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's no need for most of them to actually be there. Sure. They probably but, could just take in one or two of them. But sometimes, you know, you're, you know, you, you need different personalities to put a good team together. It was like Guardians of the Galaxy if half the Guardians were just like little wimpy guys who couldn't do anything. I liked, you know, uh, the relationships between Will Smith and Margot Robbie. It was, it was good to see Will Smith yeah. back in a fun role. And you know, just, yeah. he, he's just having fun. Yeah. That's the Will Smith I Tell like. Tell the truth, man. I'm t- yeah, I'm telling the truth. That, and that's just the Will Smith I like. Yeah, he was good at it, though. He's a very, you know, he just played kind of a charming, likable guy. And, like, and the, the kind of funny part, though, was... In the movie, they didn't like they clearly weren't really villains, but they made it a point at least five times to like look at the camera and be like, guys, we're the bad guys here. Yeah. <laughs> like right. at least five times. Right, right. They had to spell this one out for you. Like right. when they did like, 10 good things in a row and then they look at each other and be like, but like, but some are, some are villains. out for redemption. Like Jade Hernandez, El Diablo, he doesn't want to really be bad. Will Smith. He, he wants he, he's, he's, he's like will afford he wants to be bad uh-huh. but you know he wants to also be good for his daughter yeah uh and then you know harley quinn she she's hot she was very hot very end, end of sentence movie. yeah she's hot what'd you think of ike barinholtz in this movie loved him i'm a barinholtz i don't know it's all what? i got he plays hugo strange where in the dc Folklore it runs like Arkham Asylum and does weird experiments to yeah. the inmates there. But this is like a, a different version of that. But I guess there's a lot of different versions of DC. You know, I feel like they, they place like, it I don't, where I'm, it fits, a, I'm not a big comic book guy, so like you tell me. I'm, well, I'm lighter on the DC universe. But yeah, he played a character called Griggs. He was kind of like the head guard of uh, this Louisiana prison where they put all, where like all the villains go to like, you know, disappear. And he was kind of good, though. He was kind of a dick, you know. I think he got in good shape for this movie. Yeah, he looked pretty badass in the SWAT. Yeah, it was here. a it was a cool role. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, I, I mean, we're obviously going to keep you know seeing and extending on on these DC Universe movies. I, I mean, I guess the way that some of this movie is, it made absolutely no sense, but it was really fun to see these characters interact. Yeah, and what was really interesting is I. Um, <laughs> When I went to go buy my movie ticket, there was a flyer uh, on like the bulletin board next to the box office. Uh, it was like, it said, "If you're seeing Suicide Squad and you need someone to talk to, take this number." Uh-huh. I was like, "Well, I'm ta- I'm going to see Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, sometimes eventually, sad, right? eventually, we'll need to talk to somebody for this show." So, so I, I called him up and I invited him over. Um, this is Dale Conway, uh-huh. and you are a hello. Hey Dale, how are you? I'm doing good. I I'm a suicide hotline operator, and I, I run the suicide superhero hotline. So so I thought you just were someone who wanted to talk about the movie Suicide Squad. Cause, no, because that's where the flyer was. Well, at the box office. Look, I'm happy that this movie Suicide Squad exists because it raises awareness for superhero suicide, which is a major problem. In most metropolitan cities. Really? Can you give us an example? I mean, that's why we don't see that many of them anymore. They're all dead. Most of them are dead. Really? We're talking about metahumans here. We're talking metahumans, mutants, uh, super soldiers. Oh. Oh. And many of them have decided to take their life, their own lives. Wow. Is it kind of like a PTSD thing with them? 
It's a PTA. It's a lot of different things. I mean, you think about how they don't fit into society. And I'll talk to them on the phone. And, you know, you got to use a soothing voice when you talk to them because they'll call the hotline. Right. And, uh, for example. Uh, well, 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 maybe should we role play this or? Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'll call. Okay. Yeah, you call. Ring. Hello. Suicide superhero hotline. Dale speaking. Uh, hey, hey, Dale. This is um, Bartman. Bartman. Uh, yep. Okay. How you how you doing? How you feeling, Bartman? I'm all right. I, yeah. I just I just graffitied up uh, my elementary school because you know I'm just not happy right now. Well, I caramba. You're telling me. You know, see, I'll say just this is an aside. I'll say something like that if they have a catchphrase or something that makes them feels at ease. Yeah. I will make them aware. Hey, I know you. I see you. Okay. So. So anyway, we yeah, can back I know, into uh, yeah. Oh yeah, thank you for that. It, it is, Icarumba's right. I mean, mm. you know, just the other day, I I told my mom to eat my shorts because yeah. I was so upset. Yeah, Bartman, do you, do you have a do you have a gun? Do you have any sort of anything? I just have this small pebble uh-huh. and a slingshot, but okay. it's pointing right at my eye. Uh, well, listen. Uh, this is the suicide hotline. There is actually a superhero maiming and self-wounding. That's a different oh, number. Oh, oh can, you trans- can you just transfer me? I don't have the direct transfer. I can give you the number, though. I don't have a pen. I'm not going to be able to remember this. So you can't just transfer me. Wait, there, I don't have the ability to do that. But And in fact, that there's- Can I speak to your supervisor? No, uh, <laughs> there's, they're not in right now, but I just, can just, take your name uh, and number. Just Supervisor- yeah. No, I'm sorry. Uh, hi, this is Mike from the Superhero Suicide Outline. Uh, I hear you have a problem. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I got this slingshot, put it in my face, and and apparently there's another line call. You guys can't just fucking transfer me. I caramba. That's something I do to make you feel more comfortable in these situations. Yeah, I got it. All right, do you have a pen? No, I don't have oh, a pen. No. Oh, no. This is still a hypothetical. What's going on here? <laughs> Why is Paul being someone else? I'm, I think, all right, scene. All right, that was really right, funny. Oh, you're doing yeah, a scene. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Albert. Uh, but Dale, uh, I. That sorry, was very true to life. So that happens. <laughs> that was true. That was okay. almost identical to a call I received the other day. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about it. Uh, it was She Hulk, and she was just distraught. Because she felt like she didn't fit in. She was ready to take a nuke and just detonate it right in her apartment. And I told her, I said, she, she a lot of collateral with, damage. Yeah, was she living like a four-story walk-up? She well, lives, she's a, a powerful uh, attorney. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, she, uh, she lives in that big skyscraper that Jay-Z lives in. Oh. So you think, and I told her, I said, girl, you've got all the money in the world. You're beautiful. You're green. You're strong. And what, you know, you got everything to live for. But she did kill herself, unfortunately. Oh, can I just put so, something out there, guys? Yeah. That's sad to me. I always had a crush on She-Hulk. I'm going to plead the fifth on that one <laughs> since that would so, compromise <laughs> my professionalism. So, Dale, uh, it takes a certain type of person to do what you do, right? A lot of compassion. Yep. You know, you, you probably wear your heart on your sleeve. You got it. And, I mean, you're talking to some pretty 
interesting people and for the most part famous people you're not getting starstruck over the phone like if you know if what if captain america's calling you or mm. or maybe we'll stay in the dc universe what if what if batflex calling Ooh. you okay well first of all yes i do wear my heart on my sleeve look in my eyes does this not look like a compassionate heart i'm i feel like i can see right into your soul yeah so number one i feel like i was born to connect by phone with people. Sure. I'm just, not, just yeah. like uh, Sydney in Scream 3. I missed that one. <laughs> okay. But I'll take your word well, for it. Well, she's not a superhero, so. That's true, yeah. So, yes, I do have that gift. And I did some sex phone work, too. Oh, okay. That's oh, how I put myself. Is that with superheroes? It was a superhero sex okay. phone line, yes. Uh, oh, I'm interested in how that worked. Yeah, who is, like, the hottest superhero? Well, let's role play that. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hi, this is uh, Human Torch from Fantastic Four. This is the superhero sex phone hotline. Ooh, I am Dale just, speaking. I, I am just hot right now. Oh, what well? There's a Johnny Storm in my pants. Okay, are you wearing the Fantastic Four uniform or something different? You know what? I'm just full fire right now. Okay, well, I'm wearing a robe. A robe that has... Reed Richards. Hey, why don't you come a little closer? On it. Why don't you come a little closer? That rope looks flammable. Whoa, hey, by the way, you didn't know this is a phone call, and so you you melted the phone cords. That's real sexy. It's hot. Yeah. So, you know, that's a little sample yeah. of what <laughs> yeah. I did to put myself through police academy. Oh, oh so wow. you're also a police officer. Right. Well, that's where I got the negotiating tactics that uh, I used to. Now, this, have you ever together. met Steve Gutenberg? No, but I was in uh, Germany and I did see the Gutenberg Bible <laughs> that, he, that he created. So that's about as close as I've gotten. The typewriter. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right. Uh, so, so you went through police academy, right? Um, and specializing in negotiations. Specializing in negotiations, and once I learned to talk regular people off of buildings, I thought, hey, why don't we call up, you know, some of these superhero sex partners I've had and have them help me build a hotline around this niche suicide issue. Yeah. And now, and, and this is. And you've only done it as a hotline, never like, you know, an, like an AA meeting type situation at a YMCA or something? No, but I have met privately with uh, a handful of superheroes that oh, are extremely so, depressed. So specific clients. And that's why, to get back to your point of, am I starstruck? I mean, look, I've been in the room with a couple of the biggest superheroes around. Oh, yeah. Can you give us a name? I. Well, oh, oh, hey, uh, Ken, just uh, turn off the podcast for a second. Yeah, just uh, all right. Now we're we're now yeah, in just, the dark. Just us. So, yeah. Is this off the record? This is off the yeah, record. It's off the record. We're not recording. I could get in big trouble for this. No, well, we just want to know. We don't want no, yeah, listeners. Yeah. Shield will kick my butt if I say anything. Okay, it. but I'll I'll tell you. Okay, so these are some of the big ones. So, Golden Age Flash, Cable. Oh, cable. Uh, the Punisher, <laughs> Alpha Flight. They're the Canadian superhero team. No, no. Oh, we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, familiar. Juggernaut. Even though he's not, he's a bad guy. Though. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He, there's been moments. Yeah, I think. Like do you cross over to help some of the villains? Because like, hey, yeah. they get shit on a lot. Then that that's probably right. hurts their feelings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Toad. 
Do you know that guy from? He was like yeah. Magneto's henchman for yeah. a little while. Yeah, he looks depressed. Yeah, he looks. He is very uh, self conscious about his image, his body. Uh, image. I bet. Yeah, he's got body dysmorphia. Do you guys know what that is? Uh, yeah, he doesn't. He looks in the mirror and he sees himself even worse than a toad, which is what he actually is. Yeah, what like a frog? I mean, he just. I think he feels his hips are too big. So what do you tell someone like that? Like, hey, you know, someone will kiss you soon and you'll Turn become a prince. Road, yeah. yeah. No, I just say, look, you are you. No one else is like you. Mm-hmm. And I love you. Oh, so oh, wow. is there a love connection with Toad? Well, I love him in a sense that I love all humanity, right? Okay. Well, meta-humanity. Meta-humanity. Or mutants. Or mutants, yeah. yeah. Right. I can't keep track. There's so I, I, much I going on now. Yeah. There's so many categories, you guys. Yeah, so so that actually is a good point into Suicide guys, Squad, the, which is... The record button got stuck. I couldn't un, I couldn't stop recording oh. it. Oh, all right. Don't worry. Just well, so you know. that, don't worry. Yeah. What? What is that? Is that don't worry about right? it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, anyway, so so Suicide well, Squad is mostly villains, mm. uh, and you said you would, you would help villains out, and these guys are trying to do a good for humanity. Um, or are they? Yeah, or are they? I mean, Harley Quinn, let's look at her. She used to be a psychiatrist, and you know she knows how the human mind works. What if she calls you? She might try to, you know, out-talk you. If you're, if she, she's on the ledge, yeah. she's got her baseball bat, right. she's wearing something skimpy, yep. she's going to jump. Yeah. How are you going to get her off the ledge, Dale? Well, you know, first of all, she seems delightful. Uh, she's a fast talker, so that's, you know, I'd probably have to help try and slow the conversation down. And, you know, I'm no expert in terms of fashion, but she does seem to have some outfits that are, you know, kind of a little on the skimpy side. Kind yeah, of yeah it was hot. Yeah. Yeah. Really hot. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to go there, but I will say sometimes I will think about her and just say boy if i had lived another life maybe there could have been something right because now you're devoted to just helping people do you but, ever like out. when they call in do you ever try to trick them to being like oh this isn't the suicide line this is the sex hotline mm. i've thought about it i've thought about it but they gets real complicated real fast and also you got to imagine i'm dealing with people that could fry me with laser beam vision in a heartbeat so if they found out i was taken advantage of them in that way it wouldn't yeah. end well for well, me well i mean this is this is you know anonymous isn't it they, they wouldn't know where to find you well if you were listening i did answer i do answer the phone hello this is dale so there's a lot of dales out there though yeah, that's true well that's sometimes true. he answers it with the full name address and yeah. phone number and, so. uh right and this is a national hotline because i'm sure you're getting calls from new york gotham metropolis uh, metropolis global. midway West global. Coast Avengers. Oh maybe? yeah, global. Yeah, who? What global yeah, superheroes give you a call? Well, Doctor Doom will call from Latvania or wherever he's yeah. from. Yeah, and probably a, probably expensive phone call. Yeah. It's very expensive, and he doesn't. Right. He's a villain, so I have to cover the cost of that phone call. Oh wow! What about uh, interdimensional uh, calls? Like Thor's not from this dimension. Galactus will call me. Wow, he seems a little depressed. He yeah. has no friends. Yeah. It, even the Silver Surfer is his more minion. Like a, yeah, more of like a servant, right? right? Right. I'm the only person he can talk to. Wow. And he, it's not easy for him to find a landline either to Earth, mm-hmm. to my 
office. So let me ask you. So that's a good point. So it's 2016. You haven't upgraded to maybe Skype hotline calls? Well, then they would know who he is. Yeah, but then at least there's more of a, you know, visual connection. Well, I've thought about it. And since so many telepaths have called me up, I mean, they know what I'm thinking. They know who I am. They know what I'm thinking. They don't even have to call because they already know what I'm going to say. Right, sure. So they can just kind of just sit back and imagine what I think about them, and it makes them happy. Oh, okay. That's nice. But since so many of them have kind of exposed me, I have thought about, yeah, what if I did a video conference call? Mm -hmm. So... Maybe, you know, if I, next time I see you guys, maybe we could kind of group, do, do a group I'm sure session. producer Kenny could probably set us up with some sweet, you know, tech. We could probably accomplish that. Sure. Whatever this guy needs, man. It seems like it's all for a good cause. Yeah, he's doing a good thing. You know, with all this experience you got, you should really think about writing a book. Yeah, I've thought about it. Uh, maybe a memoir. I have lived a storied life. Yeah. Yeah. What I'd really like to do is I'd like to explore some space. Yeah, I'd like to explore outer space. Yeah. And so if I save up enough, I might try and see what Elon Musk and you know, maybe partner with him in some way. Oh, he'd probably get you a trip to Krypton or something. Yeah. If that's still around. Krypton's not around anymore. Oh. Sorry, man. Yeah, there's other places out there. Uh so getting back to Suicide Squad, uh, Typically, we get something out of the vault for these, you know, superhero movies. Uh, and, you know, Kent's, Kent, Ruben, and you know, we have a crack team here. We got producer Kent. Hello. We have Ruben, our uh, junior reviewer. Junior reviewer, Ruben. of course, our senior intern, Albert senior Pinecone. Senior intern, Albert Pinecone, at your service. And it's amazing what these guys can get their hands on if yeah. they just buckle down, do the research, and do the work before we get on air. Great team. And I think between the three of you, you were able to get a top secret uh, deleted scene uh, sides. That's right. For uh, the Suicide Squad. Uh, Ruben, was this your project? Well, like you said, we're a crack team, not a team on crack. (laughs) Ruben, you're so funny. I know. (laughs) We're not doing drugs. Anyway, there's three of us. We're a team, a trio, if you will. And uh, so... Well, I mean, actually, we'll get, producer Ken's your boss. He's more of the boss, that's yeah. true. So it's really just me and uh, me and Albert Pinecone. And uh, we go at things together. I'm kind of his mentor, oddly enough, because I've, I've done the intern thing. I have to teach him how to true. do stuff. So what we do is we go on the dark web, the dark net, right? Yeah. And we go on there and we find all the leaked scripts... The spec, not the spec scripts, but like the first drafts, and we see what are the deleted scenes? What didn't make it into the film? Yeah. And then we cut and print. Hit the print button. It comes yeah. out of the printer, you yeah. know. Anyway, it comes out, and we print it out, and we found uh, deleted scenes from movies like this one Suicide Squad, starring Ike Barinholtz and Margot Robbie. Uh, okay, so I guess pass these around here. Everyone's got one? For the, for the sake of us, because we're very busy, me and Albert Pinecone, I think producer Ken's going to read all the stage direction, if that's all right with you boys. Uh, sure. Whatever's yeah, yeah. more comfortable for you. Right. Yeah, he's got to go. Uh, Ruben's got to go do some stuff. Okay, so everyone's got their uh, their scripts in front of them. Uh, and yeah. I'm, re- I'm, I'm reading. 
too here, guys. Yeah, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna do like a little table read of this deleted yeah. scene. Oh, sure, this is this fun, fun, right? Yeah. So I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell. I'll tell you which parts you guys are gonna read. Yep. Okay. <coughs> so this is the deleted scene from Suicide Squad. Uh, I can't. I think this is from the third draft of the script. Uh, Paul, you will be uh, saying the role of uh, the Green Lantern. Okay. Uh, Hal Jordan is your is your uh, alias. Okay. Uh, but as you know, Hal Jordan, uh, he's now a gay character. Just keeping that in mind. Hopefully that doesn't skew anything. But just so you know, giving you a little bit of context and backstory. I know you're not a DC Comics guy. Um, ben. You are going to be playing, uh, of course, as you can see on your scripts, you'll be playing the role of, um, oh, what does it say? It's smudged a little bit. Uh, give me a second. Oh, that's right. So you're, you're one of those like celebrity cameos where you're just playing yourself. So you're going to be playing Vince Vaughn. Yep. Yep. As you can see there. And uh, I'm sorry, what was this gentleman's name again? This is Dale Conway. Dale, that's right. Dale. How Dale can I forget Conway. Dale? Just like Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. My favorites. And Chippendale. And Chippendale. Uh, you'll, of course, be playing Donald Trump. Okay. Yep. That makes perfect sense to me. Yep. So, uh, you guys ready? Yeah, we're, I, we're all ready. Okay. Dale, Dale, I know you're not much of an actor. You're, you're just more of a motivational speaker. You, I did here? some local theater when I was in my tweens. But, <laughs> okay. But... Anything Anything we would have seen you in? Well, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Uh, do you play the cat? I play the cat. Okay. Yeah, right. great. Yep. Okay, so you ready? Yeah. Okay. We fade in on a local theater production of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Mm. Okay? Uh, Colossus is on stage uh, as the cat. No, as the tin roof. <laughs> of course. And uh, Catwoman is a saying the role of cat. Uh uh, Vince Vaughn is uh, sort of holding a camcorder as a proud parent in the audience uh, with uh, sitting next to the Green Lantern. Uh, and the production isn't going so well. So uh, the Green Lantern leans over to Vince Vaughn and says, Hey, this, this production is totes weak. Oh, I can't even figure out how to do this uh, camera. This is, I, I think I'm recording. I don't know if I'm recording. It's, it's crazy. I'll just make my ring a camera. This is like a clay version of a camera. I can't record or anything. It's not clay. It's uh, green. All right. Uh, well, I can't tell. Is that the cat? Is the roof? What's going on here? Yeah, there's cats everywhere. Meow. Meow, am I right? Thanks. One of the parents shushes these two men for speaking so loudly. Vince Vaughn replies angrily. Hey, what are you doing? Shooting me? I'm Vince Vaughn. I can do whatever I want. Couples retreat. <laughs> the Green Lantern uh, continues about how, he liked, how much he liked Vince Vaughn in Couples Retreat. Hey, that movie was so good. Uh, John Favreau, you were pretty hot, though. Uh, what are you talking about? What's your thing here? You're all green and you, you're wearing tights here? <laughs> like, do you have an oath or something? It's a new look. <laughs> In brightest day and blackest night, let those who worship evil's might beware my power, Green Lantern's light. Oh, boy, you need to put some back music to that. <laughs> Green Lantern gets cut off by a bunch of smoke coming into the room. A screen drops down from the top of the ceiling as a flickery projection video of Donald Trump comes on. He addresses his newly elected office uh, and all of his uh, people that are part of it. Hey, hello, it's, it's me, President Donald Trump. Uh, I thought it's important to address this production in of Syracuse local theater <laughs> cat on a hot tin roof 
I hope you're all enjoying the show. Just to let you know, uh, I am taking full control of the military and federal government, and you are now all my slaves. Vince Vaughn leans into Hal Jordan and makes a quip about how Syracuse is the orange man and Donald Trump is an orange man. Hey, did you know that uh, the Syracuse mascot's an orange and Donald Trump is kind of like an orange? Yeah, but I think it's time to get green. <laughs> Jordan pulls his penis out. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Put your, put your dick away. Oh, I thought we were vibing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Donald Trump continues with his new foreign policy on what he's going to do with the Middle East and China. We are going to... Uh, pull all the continents back to Pangea, and I am now going to be god of the world, and that includes North Korea and the Middle East, which will now be one country, and uh, I, I'd like a sandwich. Could someone bring me a sandwich? The Green Lantern uh, decides to make a sandwich out of his ring and uh, present it to Donald Trump, and Donald Trump, of course, with a camera on the other side of the screen can see it. And thanks to Green Lantern for making him a Green Lantern sandwich. Boy, that looks delicious. If only it were here in person, but Mr. Lantern, you make the best sandwiches. I've always wanted to meet you, and uh, you know what else is huge? Yeah. Wow, you've got a big green dick. <laughs> that is tremendous. Of course, you're too powerful to live in my world, and so I am going to detonate uh, a, a nuclear weapon right in Syracuse in 10 seconds. <laughs> Vince Vaughn starts thinking about his career. It's flashing before his eyes. Couples retreat. Swingers. Uh, swingers. swingers retreat. The internship. D- D- Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Uh, uh, and he decides to... I did it all right. <laughs> He decides, change thing. he decides to make one final plea to our one Lord and God, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ, when I get up there, I uh, just have a bunch of hot chicks and blow waiting for me. The Green Lantern decides to do the same. God, I hope there's some hot guys and coke waiting for me. Donald Trump says his final words to the crowd of Syracuse as he washes the stain of New York off the map. <laughs> Enjoy the final seconds here of this production because it's the last thing you will ever see. How does this play end? Green Lantern and uh, 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 Vince Vaughn start kissing. Blackout. All right. Well, I, I, could, I could see why they would cut that out of the movie. There was only one DC character there. So. Yeah, I don't know why Colossus was there. Yeah. I guess they had a Marvel yeah, crossover. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have much to say in that scene. He I guess he was well, just he was the tin roof. He was no, just the tin roof, yeah. yeah. I wonder who played the cat. Yeah, I don't know. Catwoman did. Oh, oh, I said that. Well, that's another DC character. So two DC characters. So that's I, I can see why they would cut that out. But uh, but Ruben, uh, Albert, the whole team, thank you so much for finding You're very that welcome. For us. Um, Dale, I think you did a great job. Guys, thanks so much. And and just listen, if there's any superheroes out there listening to this podcast, if you're sad, lonely, give me a call, please. Well, we're not going to let you go yeah, you know just yet. you what I do yet. when I'm sad and lonely? What do you do? Because like, I'm like, oh, I'm so lonely and sad. I like to play games. Okay. Yeah. What game do you want to play first? Why don't we play a new one, but it'll soon be a classic, Show Money, Show Problems. Whoa. That's a John Cho game, because as we know, Ben's a Cho Ho, mm. yeah, uh, so it's a new game we dreamt up. Yeah, I'm a real Cho Ho. <laughs> Why are you peeing in the studio? It looked like you just poured water all over your lap. 
That's unfortunate. Well, that's uh, that's how I get pumped up for uh, our games here. Cooling off. Uh, All right, cool. So the game is real simple. We're going to go to a John Cho movie. As you know, he's a great actor. Are you a big John Cho fan? Yep. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't call myself big, but I like the guy. So what we're going to do is I'm going to name a John Cho movie. Uh, ben, you can give me a blurb about it. And then you're going to have to guess. I'm going to give you the production budget of the film. And you're going to have to guess whether it... Uh, made more money than the budget or less. Hmm. Okay. So today we're going to talk about one of his earlier roles um, in the classic Amanda Bynes, Frankie Muniz movie, Big Fat Liar. Ben, why don't you tell us about Big Fat Liar? Big Fat Liar is a a classic Frankie Muniz, Amanda Bynes movie where John Cho plays um, uh, someone who works uh, at the firm. We think. Yeah. All right. So this movie came out, and keep in mind because the time frame is important. It came out in February of two thousand two. Right, uh, it was a PG movie. Uh-huh. Uh, could play well with the kids. Production budget fifteen million. Keep in mind this is two thousand two. Wow. Okay. So I'm guessing if it made more or less, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it made more. You are correct. Oh, it was actually uh, a pretty job, pretty Dale. big hit for for Malcolm in the Middle. Mm. And uh, I don't see many movies. You've never seen Big Fat Liar? I really have only seen two or three TV shows. Don't you, don't you remember Paul, Paul Giamatti Gets Blue in it? What two or three shows are that? I've seen Chips, Mash, and Cops. Oh, all oh, one-word okay. shows. Yeah. Yep. They all speak to my You were an law of, and officer of the law, yeah. Fetish. So we... <laughs> what? What? So we play a... Uh, uh, another game on our show, show called Schmovie. It's our flagship game. It's a it's a fun game for the whole family. Kent's going to be so nice and roll a six-sided die, which will determine the genre of movie. And then I'll pull a what and who card, which will determine you know the situation of a movie and you know who's in it. Once you get an example. And our job here is to uh, come up with a fun title for that movie. So like... If you roll um, an action movie about a grandma... This whole thing that sounds good. I'd like to see that. <laughs> you can call it like Mrs. Doubt on Fire Ghost Protocol. Oh, right, that's a that's one Paul won with uh, a while back. Uh, can't watch you roll the die. It's a sci fi movie. Ooh, a sci fi movie. Some would think we were talking about a sci fi movie this whole time. That's interesting. Uh, so the what card is going to be Time Traveler, and the who card is going to be an astronaut. Ooh, that works out. So it's a sci fi movie. About a time-traveling astronaut superhero. Okay. So just think of a a fun title for that movie. Okay. And guys, don't forget, from the makers of Shmovie comes Spank the Yeti, the new family fun classic game where uh, it's great. It's like Cards Against Humanity, but it's fun for the whole family from the makers of Shmovie. So make sure you go out and pick it up and buy it and support these guys because they're very fun and they uh, are very nice to the show. Um, so yeah. Okay. Ben's, uh, got his submission in. Ben, what was going through your head? Um, uh, it's time, space, mm. heroes, mm. the final frontier. Mm. looks like everyone's done. Good job. Dale, uh, how do you feel? Confident? See, you're probably a creative guy. I have to admit it was hard shoehorning all those genres together, but I, I think don't... I did a good job. <laughs> I don't think. Well, yeah. Welcome good. to Hollywood, right? Uh, well, yeah. Hell Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So, the first submission is Greenland. Turn back the clock. Colon full throttle. Oh, that's good. 
Another is Apollo Fantastic 13 colon Tokyo Drift. And the other is Inter Back to the Future Basic Stellar. And it was a sci-fi movie featuring a time-traveling astronaut who's a superhero. Yep. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Apollo Fantastic 13 colon Tokyo Drift. Wow. Who's that? That was me, guys. I'm just so excited that you did the the colon second title, too. That's what I like to do. I was inspired. You guys inspired. (laughs) Wow. First time. Congratulations, man. Guys, this is great. Wait, were you looking at what I was writing? Is that how you were? Inspired? Well, I did look. I didn't know I was supposed to not look. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. we, didn't say, we didn't say no we're cheating. We're all about the yeah. product, That was right? not clear. Yeah, so we like to do one last thing uh, on Jews and Reviews, and that's go around the horn and give uh, a rating of the movie we've been actively reviewing, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on a scale from one to five, stars David, Dale Conway, uh, owner, operator of a superhero suicide hotline. Right. How many stars, David, do you give the movie Suicide Squad? I would give it one star because, wow. yeah, because suicide is not a joke. It's a very serious issue. True. And it's something that I take very seriously. I would like to see a serious suicide, suicide superhero movie. Mm, yeah. Right there. You know? Birdman. I'd give that a, a five. Okay. Paul, how many stars, David? I'm going to give it a three out of five stars. Okay. Uh, I thought the acting was awesome. Mm-hmm. The premise was pretty cool. Yeah, we didn't even uh, talk about the, the Joker. The, the oh yeah, I, he was cool. Not great, but he didn't have enough scenes. True. But uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll, I mean the plot made pretty much no. Yeah, sense. Yeah, I'll also give it a three out of five stars, David. Basically, it was a fun popcorn movie, fun action, fun actors. Yeah, definitely in it. a peak one. Uh, yeah, there was definitely you know I mean it was uh, tough character building. You know you didn't really get to. Um, Fall in love with any of the characters, but hey, they're villains, right? They're bad guys. Hey, for, don't forget, we're, we're the bad, bad guys. guys. Uh, so this is it uh, for me to you. Back to you. Jews and reviews. Attention Springwood, my name is Josh Krebs. And I'm Liz Richards. And we're the hosts of Bloody Date Night. So Josh and I have been dating for four years, and Josh loves horror movies, and I hate him. Yeah, so each episode we go through the horror movie franchise canon to watch an episode and then meet up and we discuss it together. And so far it's been going pretty well, right Liz? I think it's gone pretty well so far. Yeah, each episode I try to see how far I can push Liz to watch a really good horror movie until she basically leaves me and it hasn't worked yet. Not yet. And it's awesome because you're the Tatum to my Sydney. You're sweet. And here's a clip from one of our recent episodes. Hello, I'm Exposition. Hey, let me, t- let me tell you what just happened. There's a break-in at this costume store. Somebody stole some ropes, some knives. Somebody stole a mask. They stole $250. <laughs> they scared a cat. They took two boas. They took two boas. Two feather boas, one I, set of angel wings. It's one of those goddamn... They're probably having a burlesque. <laughs> probably doing a burlesque show later. I don't know. Oh, Haddonfield. What isn't happening? Haddonfield's first burlesque club. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I would love that. Um, the Lacey Pumpkin. The la- Ooh. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!